1: All right, well, I get the privilege this morning of being able to, I guess, wrap up our series that we've just been doing over this last month on our Focus Forward. You know, we've been able to hear different things from um, Wayne and Trent and Sarah about where we're going and how we're going to go forward. I want to talk today about team, about teamwork, you know, about us being a team together for one common cause to reach the loss for Jesus Christ, yeah? That's what we do. But I'm very aware that over this period of time, over the last year, there has been not a huge amount of opportunity for us to necessarily serve inside the house here or even be able to serve outside because we had to actually close everything down. And what comes out of that is a sense of going, okay, what does that look like, a refocusing and a remaking a decision on where we want to serve God and how we want to serve Him? What I want to encourage you today is that so often we can be all in a team. We've got that saying in this house, on this team, everyone plays. How do we all play in the team? What does that look like? I'm here to say that I don't want us to be the crowd in the stadium, I want us to be part of the team. There are times that people are sitting on the bench, but they're still part of the team. When people are in the um, crowd, they're very good at an opinion or they're good at yelling out, you know, and they're good at championing. and they're good at yelling at the coach and telling the coach what to do, all those kind of things, but actually... It doesn't make the difference. It's the team. It's the coach. Coaching the team. And it's the team that play, that go forward. The the players don't often they block out the crowd. And the coach certainly doesn't listen necessarily to the crowd at times on which direction it's going. We're a team. We're the team of Jesus Christ. We're the team that he's called to go forward and do what he's asking us to do. And he's the coach, yeah? He's the one there. He's coaching us. He's championing us. He's saying, come on, we're a team. Let's go out and let's do what we need to do. There is a lot of people in the crowd out there that are telling us that we can't be who we're meant to be. We can't do the things we're meant to do. But as we listen to our coach and we press in and we allow him to lead and guide us, imagine what we can do. So today, as I go through what I'm going to go through, I want to encourage you this morning. Will you start to dream again? It's like we've gone quiet over the last year. I don't know about you, but it was hard to dream It was even hard to imagine that we could do some things again. It was hard to even imagine that the minute we start to dream, bang, it gets shut down again. But I believe what God's saying to us as a church, it's time to dream again. It's time to start to allow God to birth some things within us and say, God, what do you want from me? What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? How do you want me to do this? I don't want to be a spectator in this. I want to be on your team. I want to do what you want me to do. So what are some of the dreams that you've laid down? What are some of the things that you pushed aside? What are some of the things that you thought God was saying to you? Hey, you can do this, but suddenly you weren't allowed, so you pulled back. It's time to dream again. It's time to allow the power of God to move in a powerful way. I love this passage of Scripture, which I'm going to read to you. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14 to 27, it's a famous passage. It says, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not part of the body because I am not a hand, that does not make it any less part of the body. And if the ear says, I am not part of the body because I am not an eye, how would you hear Or if your whole body were an ear, how would you smell anything? But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it only had one part. It would look a little weird, wouldn't it? Imagine if we didn't have a mouth. Imagine if I didn't have a mouth. Just saying. In fact... Some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most necessary. And the parts we regard as less honourable are those we clothe with the greatest care. So we carefully protect those parts that should not be seen. While the more honourable parts do not require this special care. So God has put the body together such that extra honour and care are given to those parts that have less dignity. This makes for harmony among the members so that all the members care for each other. If anyone part, if anyone Sorry, if any one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. And if any one part is honoured, all the parts are glad. All of you together are Christ's body and each of you is a part of it. We all have a part to play. In this team, we are all playing. It doesn't matter what part you play. We're not all the same. We're not called to be the same. We're not meant to do the same things, but we are meant to press in and say to God, what part do you want me to play in this team? What part do you want me to carry? What part do you want me to take so that I can use it for your kingdom? God, show me. I don't want to be a spectator in the crowd. I want to be on the team. I want to play. The centre position, I don't really, in netball. I always want to play goals. That's where it counted, when you got the goal. We're very quiet this morning. I hope you're not quiet at home. On this team, everyone plays. And as the body, we're all parts, and there is a place for every person to get involved. We want people to find a spot not just on Sunday, but throughout the week in doing something to serve God. I love the way the scripture really highlights the value of every part. I love that passage in verse 22. In fact, some parts of the body that seem weakest and least important are actually the most important. You are all the most important. Every one of you are the most important. There are two areas today that I want to talk about is how we serve the community and how we serve the local church, us, each other. At Resound, we want to reach people who don't have the privilege that we have. I want to see people coming to know my Saviour. I am blessed. I know the King of Kings. I know the Lord of Lords. I have this Saviour that loves me, that nurtures me. We heard that in our songs today. We have Jesus. We can't ask for anything else, but there are so many people in this community and around us that don't have Jesus. They don't know Jesus. They have no clue who He is. They're living in anxiety. They're living in fear. They're living in so many things. They don't even know what's going on. The harvest is ripe. Plentiful, but the work is a few. It's time for us to rise up and say, God, what can I do to reach the lost? What can we do at resound to reach the lost? In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8 to 10 in the Passion Translation, above all, constantly echo. I want you to know that resound means echo. Constantly echo God's intense love for one another. For love will will be a canopy over a multitude of sins. Be compassionate to foreigners without complaining. Every believer has received grace gifts. So use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many colored tapestry of God's grace. In verse 8. The Greek verb for echo can also mean to maintain, to possess, to keep, or to be so closely joined to something that you become its echo. So closely joined to something, so you become its echo. If we are so closely joined to Jesus, I want to stop right now. Where is your relationship with Jesus? Where is He? Is he in the background or is he in the forefront? Is he so closely knitted to you that when things aren't going the way they are, you reach out? You know, when we're in the fire, he's standing right next to me. Whatever we're facing, Jesus is there and when we understand and we're so closely knitted to the savior we echo that out of our being it comes out it flows out it comes to a point where people are like i want what you've got i want it tell me about it i need it we don't even have to speak words but our actions flow it and out of our actions comes a conversation that says why are you like you are what is it i need it i need the fact that in the in the trial you seem calm how do you do that well it's jesus We are called to reach and send. Our desire is to reach the lost. And by reaching the lost, we need to send people to them. Are you willing to be sent? To use the gifts God has laid on your life to reach the lost? When a team of people work together, the enemy is not able to stop them. Right now, we're going to just go to a little funny clip that um, I've got. So if you guys would be able to just put that up on the screen. Thank you. There might be funny little clips, but the truth is that the enemy might look really huge. But when we all as a team come together... As we make a decision that we're going to go forward, nothing can stop us. We can all band together. We can work together. We can say, you know what, God, we can do this. We can see your kingdom extended. We can see salvations. We can see people's lives turned around. We can see marriages put back together. We can see fear broken off people's lives. We can see our situations in our lives turned around if we work as a team. When we work as a team and we're determined to be the team, something happens and the enemy comes up against us and he can't win. But if we're going to be a lone ranger, or if we're going to pull ourselves out and say, we don't want to be part of the team, we want to just be people that say we believe in Jesus but not be part of the team, you're living in a dangerous situation. You're living in a situation where the enemy can come and there's no protection around you. We need each other. We need to come together and go, you know what, enemy? You are done. In the name of Jesus, it's done. I'm yelling. Because I'm over the enemy. I'm over him having a field day with our minds. I'm over him having a field day with Christians saying, you can't go forward. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's rubbish. Yeah. We are called to be workers of the most, the almighty God. We are a team and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us as we work together. Now, let me say, we're not disobedient to the land of the law. But as a team, we come together and go, you know what, God? We're going to do whatever you're telling us to do. We're going to pray we're going to seek your faith. We're going to dream again. Maybe we've got to tweak some of the way we do things. Maybe we can't do things the way we used to. It's okay. But as a teen, the enemy is defeated. And he has no authority over your life. If right now, I'm going totally different now. Right now, if you're feeling like the enemy is holding you back, If you're feeling a restriction, if you're feeling apathy, if you're feeling like, God, I can't rise up, I can't do this, you're feeling like, man, it's just easier to cower back and not get involved in anything. I want to say to you right now, the power of God is so strong, it's so real. If you reach out and say, God, I want to come back into a place where I let you have it all, where I surrender, watch and see what he can do. We're called To go forward and reach the lost. In 1 Peter 4 8 to 10, I read it before. Above all, constantly echo God's intense love for one another, for love will be a canopy over a multitude of sins. It's time to dream. I want to ask you start dreaming. What can we do? What can we do as a community? There's people in this congregation and online as our congregation that you've got ideas. God's starting to birth some things. Speak them out. They could be the next thing that can turn the tide. Come on, we're a team. Let's dream together. What can we do for the community? What can we reach out? Can we go back into the community and do some things where we're allowed to do them? But let's be determined to reach out. And be all that God wants. In Romans 12, 4 to 11, here it talks about, again in the human body, about serving in the house and beyond. In the human body, there are many parts and organs, each with a unique function. And so it is in the body of Christ, for though we are many, we've all been mingled into one body in Christ. This means that we are all virtually joined to one another with each contributing to the others. God's marvellous grace imparts to each of us varying gifts and ministries that are uniquely ours. So if God has given you the grace of prophesying, come on. You must activate your gift by using the proportion of faith you have to prophesy. If your grace gift is serving, then thriving, so that serving others well. If you have the grace gift of teaching, then be actively teaching and training others. If you have the grace gift of encouragement, then use it often to encourage others. If you have the grace gift of giving to meet the needs of others, then may you prosper in your generosity without any fanfare. If you have the gift of leadership, be passionate about leadership. And if you have the gift of showing compassion, then flourish in your cheerful display of compassion. Let the inner movement of your heart always to be loving one another and never play the role of acting wearing a mask despise evil and embrace everything that is good and virtuous be devoted to tenderly loving your fellow believers as members of one family try to outdo yourselves in respect and honor for one another and this is the verse I love Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion toward him boiling hot, not lukewarm, boiling hot, boiling hot. As a pastor, my desire is to see people boiling hot for Jesus Christ, having a passion that's welling up within them, determined to serve him no matter what. Radiate with the glow of the Holy Spirit and let him fill you with excitement as you serve him. There are many areas in this house to serve. With COVID, it's caused a lot to change. And I believe people have felt displaced and even wonder if what they do in the house is valuable. But with us coming back to in-house services or online there's much to be done. And I want to encourage you. If you've stepped back and you've said, I don't want, I don't want to necessarily serve anymore. Please, can I encourage you to change that? Don't have that attitude. Don't have it. Let's serve one another. Let's be enthusiastic about serving and loving each other. Let us not go back to pre-COVID where we weren't, necessarily loving on each other in the way that we were through COVID. Come on, let's keep that up. Let's continue to be ringing each other, encouraging each other, sending people gifts just because you can. Let's not just look at that and go, oh yeah, that was a COVID thing. No, let's make that part of who we are. Generosity that flows out of us. Our whole values is grace, generosity, authenticity, relational, compelling and encouragement let's be those people that want to display grace in all that we do so let me ask the question why serve matthew 20:28 20, for even the son of man came not to be served but to serve others and give his life as a ransom for many there are many areas in the church But there are many areas outside of the church. Let's have an attitude that we just want to serve people, loving people, displaying Jesus Christ in all that we do. What I do is I do for Jesus. I love you. I will serve you till the day that I die. (laughs) But to be honest, I'm not necessarily serving you. I'm serving my Lord, my Saviour. And out of that comes a compellingness to want to serve the body, my brothers and my sisters, and the extension into the community where people need Jesus. There comes a want, a desire. Let's rise up. What can we do, Resound. What can we do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Are we going to rise up? Or are we going to sit back? Are we going to rise up and say, no, no weapon formed against us will prosper? We're going forward. We're going to see the kingdom of God extended. The musicians can come, please. If you're not included or got involved in a group, come on. Get with some believers. Bring your unsafe friends to groups. Maybe you're sitting in here and you think, I don't want to lead a group. But maybe you can open your home to allow people to come in. Maybe someone else can rise up and say, well, I'm happy to be a leader, but I'm not happy to run the ha- have it in my home. Fine, let's match it. But let's do what we can to say, God, what can we do to reach out? What's the purpose of serving? It is to be a blessing to one another. But also we want people to always feel loved, welcomed and cared for at resound. People matter. People matter. Wayne will often have a saying, frugal with things, to be generous with people. Frugal with things, but to be generous with people. I want to see us rising in a greater way than we have in the last, who knows. I want to see us reaching out and seeing our neighbours coming to Jesus, our family coming to Jesus, that everybody in this place feels loved and nurtured and cared for, but it can't be the leadership. It's all of us together on this team. Everyone plays. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we come to you right now. Oh, Lord, I just ask for a freshening of your Holy Spirit right now. Lord, I just want us to feel your presence. I want us to feel your anointing just coming upon us. Lord, if anybody's feeling like they just need a touch from you, pour it out. Pour it out upon them right now. For Lord, we're on this team and you're our, you're our coach and you're leading and you're guiding us and we want to do what you're asking us to do. And we don't want anything to stand in the way. So we thank you, Jesus. We thank you. And I just want to leave you with this scripture again. Romans 12, 11. Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion towards him boiling hot Radiant with the glow of the Holy Spirit, and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. Amen.
0: Hey, what a great message! Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.